This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I am Chris Bentliff, and I'm joined today by Sam Heller. And Sam, it's great to talk to you. It's great to be with you today and uh, really nice to meet you. And I'm, I'm interested in your unique perspective on the healthcare industry, particularly obviously where financial functions are concerned, but give us just a little bit of background on why this is an area of, of interest or expertise for you. And I, I think it's such a dynamic, it covers so much from technology to uh, you know patient care, to uh, innovation, to chemistry, to pharmaceutical, I mean, it's just huge. Is there a place you like to sort of focus in on or that you are most sort of uh, expert in when it comes to healthcare? Yeah, well, my entire career has been in the healthcare provider side. So providing healthcare services. Uh, that's what I mean by the provider provider side. So that's been my whole career. Uh, I worked in a hospital setting, a nursing home setting, uh, and most of my career was with uh, a, a visiting nurse service of New York, which was a home care uh, agency that transformed itself into a Medicaid, Medicare managed care company. So that's been my career. That's been my interest. That's been my passion. Interesting. Why is that a passion for you, do you think? Because uh, healthcare to me uh, has been the ability to provide services uh, and provide services to people who are ill and need those services. Uh, and I was very lucky in my career to have calls from friends, neighbors, relatives in times of crisis uh, seeking assistance. And the healthcare field, one of the issues has always been, it's so difficult to navigate the healthcare field when you're in crisis. Uh, and not, not even when you're in crisis, but all the times, but especially when you're in crisis. And to be able to assist people and give them direction and assistance was always something uh, that was a side benefit uh, of my career. So that's why it became a passion, but also just a um, very fascinating field. Interesting. So it's interesting that we're talking as we are, as, as you and I are having this conversation, we're more than two years out from the start of the pandemic. And uh, depending on which headlines you're reading, maybe we're settling into some sort of a new uh, normal, as they say. But I bet it's been a pretty crazy couple of years from your perspective. What are some of the unique, I don't know, challenges isn't even the right word. What are some of the unique transformations that you feel maybe have occurred, particularly from that business or finance function in healthcare? And how about now as we're moving past, you know, we had a lot of, of assistance available to all of us um, and that has been sunsetting. So are there new challenges or new dynamics that are emerging on the other side of this? Uh, there are, there are new, but uh, there are new dynamics that are very closely related to what has happened in the past and are very similar to other organizations. So let me go through some of those. For example, staffing. Staffing uh, was a, a major issue for healthcare providers, of course, during COVID, a major struggle because you have to provide services. You cannot say we're closing our doors today because staff have called in sick. You have to figure out ways to provide those services. Uh, and uh, we know we all read about what was going on. But today, post-COVID, again, we're, uh, we're we're, there are same kinds of challenges uh, that other organizations have. And what does that mean? Uh, right now, uh, we're faced with increasing labor rates. So how do you deal with that? And it's not only salary, finances, expenses. You have to figure out how to meet the needs of your staff 
staff that uh, has learned to focus in different ways, meet different needs, how to meet those needs instead of not using necessarily only financial issues. You have to read, it's a different generation. They're requiring more time with family. They're requiring uh, not as long commutes. So you have to figure out how to meet those needs. So that's a major challenge. Finance issues. Uh, we all know inflationary costs, costs of all kinds of services are increasing. So what do you do as a healthcare organization to meet those expenses? You meet, you have to start negotiating or talking to your insurance carriers. Uh, you manage care firms in terms of how do you work with them to uh, meet the increased expenses that all hospitals are facing. And one of the major things hospitals had, and again, many uh, employees had, employers had, but very different, is that there was a large infusion of cash to healthcare providers during COVID. That's going or has gone away. So now you have to figure, meet, have develop other revenue sources, and you have to work with the managed care services. You have to increase, you have to increase your value-based purchasing, uh, and value-based purchasing in terms of how do you reduce the cost of care overall, uh, and uh, that helps both the insurance companies and yourself. So those are some of the so some of the instances, some of the old things and new things that uh, healthcare providers are faced with. That you're right. It absolutely parallels so much of what uh, you know. We've talked about elsewhere in 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 our in create the next year. Uh, this sense of um, you know where are we going from here. The sense of innovation. The sense of uh, diversifying maybe our our services or our product portfolio so that we are able to attract and generate new uh, revenue streams. Do you feel like the leadership involved? Um, that are, you know, making some of these key decisions uh, from where you're sitting and who you're sitting alongside uh, as you're helping make these decisions, are they, um, what's the mood? Are they flat-footed with this? Are they prepared and energized to address these issues? Is everybody so exhausted from what they've been through that uh, we're going to find in two, three, five years that now we're dealing with kind of a, a glut of of performance where healthcare is concerned as we are dealing with the impacts of whatever does or doesn't happen right now. What are you finding out there from leadership is really the struggles that they're having? I think leadership is a little tired, but I think is also energized. We are leaders uh, in the field and this is a challenge and what um, and challenges are what electrifies uh, management and what provides impetus. So while you might take a pause, you might take a little rest, you're definitely energ energized by what's going on and trying to figure out how to best transform healthcare to meet the uh, needs of individuals, how to best reduce costs, how to best meet IT challenges. And the healthcare field is, uh, in IT, for example, is behind uh, other industries. And there are so, the energy in trying to figure out how to catch up, how to use uh, technology uh, to uh, to provide healthcare services more efficiently. How to use telehealth, for example. Uh, these are things that energize a professional, and so I think my fellow professionals are energized uh, in terms of meeting these challenges. I love that. I love that that attitude and that spirit. Do you find that there's a particular area? Uh, of, of the things that you've described that seems to be most, I don't know, maybe the hottest pain point or the, the most elevated issue. I, I guess what I'm asking is, is there one thing consistently that you're seeing or hearing where you think if you could just address this thing, even a few percentage points, you'd find that everything else would start to fall into place. Is there one thing I should start to focus on as I'm a leader? 
I have to say there are two things. <laughs> I can't. Uh, so it has to be the staffing issues, which we discussed. And I think the information technology issues uh, that have to still be addressed in the healthcare field. The healthcare field has made strides in that area, but in terms, but not enough. Healthcare has always been behind. You just walk into a doctor's office. What a, uh, Some of them hand you an iPad, but what do a lot of them still do? It's unbelievable. They still hand you that paper uh, to fill out. And it's the same information when you go to the uh, next doctor that they recommend you go to. And the fact that just that's just an example, small example of the technology. So that's, I think, the one area, if I had to, even though staffing is important, the one area that I think uh, healthcare field, healthcare providers uh, still need to figure out need and, and improve. Create the Next is brought to you by ProCFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. ProCFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, ProCFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC Financial Flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com This really speaks to the systems and processes part of the FCG flywheel that, that uh, we use at ProCFO Partners, but also you're, you're sort of, uh, part of what you're sharing for me is how interconnected everything is. So a moment ago, you were talking about how uh, emerging talent is really looking for different things. They've got different priorities. They, they want, you know, uh, shorter commutes. Well, how do you, uh, how do you bring new talent in? How do you manage that staffing issue when healthcare has traditionally been such a hands-on in the room sort of a thing, but at the same time, you're saying, we need to innovate around telehealth. I mean, there's everything's connected so that for one thing to succeed at its optimum, this other thing has to be innovated on. And then this other thing, it feels like it's really challenging, but it also feels uh, to the point that you made just a moment ago, if we can wrap our arms around this, I mean, the entire industry could be so much more exciting and vibrant and uh, technology leading it. It could be such a a center for um, resolution rather than sort of restlessness as it is now. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it, 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 as I mentioned before, this is what can energize with this uh, professional uh, to meet these challenges, to bring it all together, to figure out uh, how this all fits in. Uh, it's a challenge. It's hard, but it's uh, what energizes us all. Where do you think the CFO fits in all of this? Uh, obviously, from your unique position, and I'm curious, you know, what does the day-to-day -day look like for you as you're helping manage this? But what should I be expecting or looking for or asking for uh, from my CFO to help me with this stuff? Well, the CFO is instrumental is in meeting all these challenges. The biggest challenge for CFO and for CEOs, executives, are how do you meet day-to-day -day revenue and expense targets while also strategically planning financially for the future? Where do you invest? You have to meet day-to-day, -day, but then you have to invest in future. We just, again, spoke about technology. Technology is a major expense. How do you plan for that? How do you invest in it? Where do you put money? 
while at the same time meeting the challenges of labor cost increases, supply cost increases. And that's where a CFO comes in to try to help executives give them the information so they can make the business decisions uh, based on the information you're providing to guide you through these uh, difficult times. And do you have advice for how I can take, I mean, so much of what we're talking about is uh, is current event, is in this moment, temporally, it's, it's now. And it also, uh, there's a lot of sort of responsive, um, kind of tactical responsiveness. We need to, to address this issue with these solutions. Do you have advice for how I can also be thinking bigger three to five years out? What sort of goals or, or strategies should I be planning for that address these things in a more holistic and long-term way? Because, you know, the staffing issues you pointed out, we all need it. We're kind of willing to get anybody in who's willing to help us out. Let's figure it out together. But that's not sustainable. How do I start to think about the future and past these you know, the stress that we've been under, especially this industry, and into a space of consistent innovation, uh, consistent, um, you know, staffing, uh, addressing uh, that challenge from a, from a place where it's part of our culture, maybe not necessarily just part of our to-do list or our list of things to address today. Well, I think stepping back, we all have some sense of where things are going. We all have some sense of where staffing uh, is going, for example. It's going to be continue to be difficult on the staffing side. So you have to, so that's part of the planning process, sort of your vision and try, try to project as much as you can the future. But I think there are some things you can project. So for giving some examples of uh, staffing, uh, that staffing is going, going, to, going to be continued to be difficult. So do you have to think of different models of care uh, in five years? Do you partner with insurance companies? Do you try to bring in lower skilled staff and give them the ability, give them the tools, the financial tools, the guidance to develop uh, uh, to so they can go and develop their own skills to meet the skills in the future? And similar, uh, there are similar issues. Again, uh, we talked about uh, we've talked about IT. So again, where where are we going? We have some sense of where we're going. Uh, we know more and more care is going to be provided at the home, uh, whether it's through telehealth or providers. So where do you look? Uh, to start planning in those directions, knowing where other technology, uh, where do you, where can you partner with technology companies? Technology companies are looking into the healthcare space. So where can you partner with them uh, to meet the needs of people who want to stay home, uh, who don't want to travel, uh, who uh, it's much easier to provide care, or can you? Uh, does it make more sense to go into a doctor's uh, visit? Uh, out in Florida, the doctor, uh, when they schedule you to come back after you do a lab test, they schedule you to come back in the office. I mean, why? Uh, well, they could bill for it. But the other thing is use technology, let the people stay home, do telehealth. So all these things, yes, you can project, I think, and work together with the partners that I've mentioned. I love that idea, um, leveraging the expertise of others to help sort of uh, widen your own net or branches of expertise. And you mentioned something that I think really hits on from a patient's perspective anyway, a, a key criticism or frustration, which is inefficiency. And I feel like uh, if, if, if there's a through point through some of what I'm hearing you say, it's if, if, if we could understand the profitability of improved efficiency, uh, we may make different decisions for the future. And we may make different decisions about our staffing and about our, our care and about our technologies and everything. Do you think that 
uh, that is one area that needs, uh, I don't know, renewed vigor around problem solving. I know that it's on everybody's minds, but do you, do you feel like that's an area of focus uh, for healthcare organizations? I think that's always been a challenge to healthcare organizations uh, because uh, here uh, people, the, the major difference between healthcare and other industries is we have, when we, we as patients go for services, we look to our insurance company. What does insurance cover? And if insurance covers your visit to the doctor, your visit to the hospital, you don't care what it costs. You don't care what the, what it costs. Uh, so that is the difference between healthcare and other fields. But you do have to continue. Healthcare providers, uh, therefore, have to manage within that, have to figure out ways to work with insurance companies to figure out how to where the profitability should be, where it should come from, and look at, again, as I mentioned before, the total cost of providing care. So with a hospital, for example, the patient comes in, yes, you got to charge certain services, but what happens when the patient leaves the hospital? Will they have the proper services so they do not come back uh, to the hospital after being home, you know, with their incentive might be to discharge them early. How do you continue to provide services? How do you coordinate with the physicians? How do you coordinate with home care? How do you coordinate with nursing homes? That's where the industry has to look at from a profitability perspective and work with insurance companies together. So many interesting dynamics, as you point out, with the relationship with insurance companies and so many other ancillary um you know, influencers to what's going on from the business perspective in healthcare, but also the patient's uh, experience and how all of that integrates into kind of the business model, the revenue model. Sam Heller from ProCFO Partners, fascinating stuff. I think if you're out there, you're a listener um, and, and you're a leader in healthcare who's struggling with any of this stuff, give us a call. Sam is the guy to talk to about a lot of this stuff. Sam, it's been great to talk to you. I can't wait to have you back and dig into some of these things in, in more detail. Um, fascinating, fascinating conversation and industry. And uh, it seems like we're just on the edge of some exciting things. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.